Hey, before we get into today's podcast, we've got to talk about our amazing sponsor, High Bank Distillery. The holiday season is right around the corner, and you don't want to be that one person that comes to the holiday gathering without an awesome gift. Right, Kyle? That's right. You got to bring a gift. What kind of gift are you thinking of? Uh, liquor, because when you're around, <laughs> doesn't your, love liquor. When you're around your family, you're going to need a lot of it. That's true. Well, maybe we're projecting. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah. some people have happy family lives. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, highbankco.com for more details. But hey, here's what they're doing. They're doing uh, party packs, which... Uh, party? involves liquor, it's a party, and it's a pack, so you can't go wrong. So what they do is they pair one of their spirits. They got vodka, gin, rum, whiskey. They got it all. They pair their spirits with mixers. So you can essentially have your own little, you know, customized bar... At a uh, holiday party. So you bring a bottle of your preferable, preferable, is that, that's a word, right? Preferred. Preferred, there it is, yeah. Preferred liquor, and they just give you a mixer to go with it, and then bam, you're the best bartender in the world for your holiday parties. Wow. You love to see it. You love to see it. High bank party packs. And drink it. Starting, uh, I don't know the price, I thought I did, but I think I lost it. That's okay. It's fine. Highbankco.com for more information. Six dollars. For the actual mixers. Right. Then you got to buy the bottles. Right. Yeah. So, so highbankco.com for more details, or you can check them out in Grandview, Ohio, right across from the Grandview yard. Yeah. Don't forget about our uh, coffee sponsor as well. I sure haven't. Uh, Jennings Java, Mr. Daniel Jennings over there and his friend AJ, I, they make the best coffee in the city. And it's not even close, really. Not like even I, close. I've tried other breweries. You know, are they breweries? They're a they coffee brew brewer. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Not to be coffee confused with a merchant a beer brewer. Merchant, maybe would it be? I don't know. No, Best they, ones in the city, regardless. Jenningsjava.com. Check out our coffee can and powder. It's ours. And it's we're gonna get our new logo on it soon. Uh Jenningsjava.com. Drink it. Get caffeinated. Do the caffeinations. Do all the caffeinations. Also, shoptheartillery.com. We just dropped a brand new t shirt. Uh it is actually it's gone viral, Kyle. Let me tell you something. It's this, blowing up. It's blowing up. Um, we're not going to give any hints away on the intro here, but our, our actual podcast intro is all you need to know. That's it? That's it. Shoptheartillery.com. Go buy our t-shirt, and here's why. Good job, good work, good goal next. <laughs> Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast with Jordan, Warren, and Kyle. It's not too late to turn this off. They've got no idea what they're talking about. What's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast, episode 193. Hello. Hello. I'm Kyle. Yeah, that's Kyle. I'm Jordan, and everybody else is dead. They've abandoned us. They've abandoned us for episode 193. Very important episode. It is 193, and we're the we're the only ones doing we're it. The only two. You hate to see it. So, if any other opinions were were going to be had tonight, too bad. Too you bad. Should have came. Should have came. Don't tweet it. You know. I hear that. Too you much. just weren't here. So, uh, I was actually. So we're not doing video this week. Sorry for our video lists or watchers. Um, Tyler had some, our producer had some other obligations this week, which is fine. It happens. It comes up from time to time. Uh, but we're, so we all decided we're going to do the podcast at Warren's part. Right. Because, today. you know, 
no video. Let's just go be comfy at Warren's yeah. place. He's we'll got sit a nice on his place. Little, little couch, you know. Maybe we'll play yeah. some chill. You're, you guys will, and I'll watch. We'll play some video games. Yeah. yeah. You'll and end the pod while we're playing video games. Exactly. You know? That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we've done for 190 He'll episodes. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, you know, I'm getting off at Warren's exit. It's about 5, 5.05 p.m. on a Wednesday. Warren calls me. He's like, hey, I just remembered I have dance lessons tonight, and I can't do the podcast. Now, out of context, sounds really stupid. Right. Because we do podcasts every Wednesdays. Dance lessons. Right? Dance lessons. Warren's doing dance lessons. Right. Um, but it's with his fiance. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, they're getting married, allegedly. <sighs> and I guess they have to practice their dancing. Something like that. For the wedding, I guess. Is that what that would be for? I think. Or the reception, I think. The reception? Yeah, probably I would say the reception. Yeah. yeah if they dance at their wedding, I'd be. <laughs> It'd be oh, like yeah. the office when they, you know, they, the Jim and Pam got married and they all danced down they the aisle. Down, yeah, yeah. I think we're doing that. We should do that. Yeah. They would hate that. He finally told Austin, by the way, that he's in the wedding party. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> last week. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so. about right. So yeah, so now Sounds everybody's right. everybody's set. So now we're gonna dance down the aisle. Well, good thing that we don't have to do dance lessons. Not yet. That we know of. He forgot to tell us. Probably. <laughs> he probably did. He just forgot to tell us. Uh, well, yeah. So here we are, uh, without Tyler, without Warren. It's just the Kyle and Jordan show again. But I feel like people get used to this. It happens from time to time. Yeah, we're here. You we're know, here. we we're do. Always we here. do the thing. Have I? I've missed two episodes ever. All probably. right, we're not gonna talk about that. Something it doesn't like matter. That. Whatever. Anyways. Lots of BJ's happen in this. Lots of BJ's to talk. Lots of BJ stuff to talk about. Right. Which of course stands for blue, blue jackets. jackets. It couldn't mean anything else. Yeah, it doesn't mean like Oliver Bjorkstrand, Boone Jenner, nothing like nothing that. Nothing like that. Blue it's jackets. Just, yeah. Spe- specifically. 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 Yeah, it's right. I almost said specifically. Uh, well, people say that. Yeah. And you say Rewinsky, so it I do. It would not surprise. I want to start a movement. Is his name's going to be from from now on named Rewinsky. <laughs> that W just throws me. We're off. just going to put that on a shirt. I know his name. I know how to say his Rewinsky. name, but it just comes out doesn't come out of my head that way. Right. That's fair. And then you out know, your, I'm not an idiot. Out of your brain. Yeah. My well, brain to my to my mouth hole doesn't come out uh but yeah so we have some uh, blue jackets news blue jackets things to talk about first on the old uh show flow is something that i'm very excited about um this player is the reason that i'm a blue jackets fan i named my first dog after this player um he's the first ever player that i got a jersey signed from that i framed it that i hung it in my room he epitomizes in terms of I feel like a lot of our a lot of uh, a Blue Jackets fandom in terms of like people becoming fans for the front for the Blue Jackets is because of this guy, Rick Nash. Rick Nash is officially getting his jersey retired here in Columbus. It's New York Rangers a- legend, Rick Nash. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Don't say those words. All right. Uh, it's gonna be happening March fifth at the Schweid. I guarantee it's going to be a sell. This is a big moment. It's the first time that we've ever retired a jersey. Um, obviously, we have Kivy in the rafters right now. We're at, we're honoring him for, for a season. season. Yes. I think Cleveland will retire that number. Which I think, I think that will. should happen yep. for sure. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, so first time a jersey or anything uh, is going in the rafters for 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 the dur- for the long time. You know what I mean? Forever. Forever. Right. Forever and ever and ever. Nobody will ever wear another sixty-one jersey in Columbus. They never will. And why would they? It's a w- different number, but hey, it's 61 is synonymous with Blue Jackets wow. and Rick Nash, and I'm here for it. So when they, you know, when they first announced it, 
dude, I was stoked. Yeah, me too. Very excited. Uh, some people that weren't as excited that I noticed on Twitter, but I am one of those people who scours Twitter. I I look up keywords. I search keywords and and look up like I search. I keyword search Rick Nash on Twitter, and that's a thing you can do. And there's a lot of people that tweet about the Blue Jackets that don't tag hashtag CPJ 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 Columbus and their stuff. Blue jackets. Blue jackets. Yes. Uh, Columbus purple jackets. Yes. Uh, they a lot of people don't do that. So if you keyword search, whatever, whatever. There's some people that are on the side of, oh, he didn't win us a cup. He never won anything here. Those people are so narrow-minded, in my opinion. Uh, if And it's specific people. And I even replied to one of these people yeah. uh, specifically and just said, you suck. Specifically. Pacifically, yep. and said, "You suck," and that was my quote. "You suck." That's all uh, you need to say. Yeah, that person Zip. sucks. Cap and quotes. All. Uh, sorry, I just <laughs> again, Jesus, I yeah. always do that. It's so it's kind of the argument of like, oh well, he didn't, you know, he he only had four playoff appearances with us. Fuck that. Fuck the fuck the winning. It's the culture that he. Exa- that's what here. I was gonna it's, say. Yeah, it's it started with Rick Nash, that first overall pick. He he brought in that culture of, oh, we can get good things here, yeah. and then. You know, Rick Nash got traded, but he started that that trade basically started our good years, if you think about it. I mean, he got traded in twenty twelve. Uh yeah, around there. Is that right? He spent nine seasons with us. Is it t- I don't know. Um, I have to look it up. But some we need our fact checker, damn it. I know, right? But I mean ever think if you think about it, ever since then it's been nothing but up from there. I mean, we've had a down year last season, uh, with no playoffs, but since then, I mean it's been nothing but up. So but yeah, I I wouldn't even necessarily go that route. I I would go the route of he he ushered in, you know, kind of this a lot of new fans. Like for me, when I was growing up, I grew up out in the middle of nowhere. I grew up out in the middle of the country. I hockey was not even on my radar um, when I was growing up, and I got cable, and I kept hearing this name Rick Nash, and all of a sudden I became a hockey fan in, in the early two thousands because of this player. So I feel like he plays a big part in in the overall growth of the sport in this city. He spent nine seasons here, which is for a superstar to to want to be here that long. That's incredible. And and we're gonna talk about in a second kind of how the way he went out with the team. And that's where there's some still some bitterness with some of the fans, which I feel like you gotta get over that bullshit. Um but yeah, I mean Rick Nash uh, to me he he epitomizes just Columbus and that he he wanted to be here, but it just didn't work out. You know what I mean? But he, the first superstar we saw on this team. We didn't have the right people around him in that yeah. situation. Yarma wasn't here yet. JD wasn't here. Uh, oh, yeah. The, dude, not, the, none of the, the people that have, yeah, awful. the management front office, it wasn't yeah. awful. I mean, it was, it is, it was yeah. what it was. Um, but yeah, for the first 12 years of the existence of this franchise, it was kind of nothing but mediocrity, even in the front office. And then yeah. once Rick Nash left, that's when we got good people in the front office, Yarmo and JD. And they have done nothing but turn this franchise around since they've come in. I mean, fuck, there's going to be a statue of Yarmo in front of Nationwide <laughs> Arena before it's all said and done. Yeah, no. I, I, it's, I truly believe that. And that's, and, you know, Rick Nash kind of started that, I guess. But if he would have been here three years later, he would have been part of a lot of good things with Yarmo and JD, I think. And but at that, the same time, I mean, he was also part of the trade that brought in Dubinsky. Um, Which, yeah, so, okay. I mean, 
Uh, Dubinsky, you could argue, was a a guy at the time that the Jackets kind of needed to re-identify themselves as that blue-collar, hard-working team. He was the leader on the team, no question about it. He he almost was probably captain of this team before Foligno, in my opinion. I mean, the guy, you know, epitomized what a Blue Jacket is, but uh, I I, I don't know. I, I think... I come to appreciate what Rick Nash did on the ice, what he did for the community of hockey in this city. I don't want to look more so like, oh, well, he was traded, and because of that, we're better, which, you know, you can argue that too. Um, but, you know, what he did on the ice, off the ice in this city, his jersey deserves to be retired. Did he actually request a trade, though, or was it more of management being like, look, you know, you're a really good player, and we can get an asset for you, so let us know where you want to go, and... Yeah, and so my understanding, so there was actually a really good uh, interview, and I'll give credit to where credit's due. I think uh, Anthony Rothman from 971, who actually is one of the guys over there that can talk hockey, and I, I appreciate what he does over there. Um, he does the hockey. He did the hockey and hounds with torts and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, so part of that interview, he had Nash on a couple of days ago, and Nash pretty much said, like, it was kind of a mutual thing. Like, So he had spent nine years with the with the Blue Jackets, and all of a sudden, they were like, you know, for nine years, they've been telling Rick Nash, we're going to build this team around you. We're building this team around you. And nine years later, nothing was happening. He right. had four playoff games to his to his name in nine years. Yeah, they didn't build much and, of a team around yeah. him. I and mean, so they, they sat tried. him. They tried. It just didn't. It never happened. So they essentially sat him down. They're like, hey, man, like, you, you just signed this eight-year contract. We still want you to be a part of this team, but we're going to go through another little rebuild. We're trading Carter. We're trading Vorchek. We're going to get some other pieces in here. And Rick Nash was like, listen, guys, like I appreciate this. I appreciate you trying to build this team around me, but I think it just came to a mutual parting of ways, according right. to what Rick Nash was saying. Yeah. Um, but it almost seems like Rick Nash was kind of thrown under the bus because then the management was like, oh, he requested a trade. But it kind of seemed like it was more so... Made Rick, it look, but yeah, Rick made, Nash made presented him, the offer. Like you can get more for me if you right. want to do a rebuild. They, yeah, I feel like yes, I agree with that, and I, yeah, I feel like just to take the pressure off themselves for trading a guy of his caliber at the time. Yeah, like you said, I mean, there's not, there wasn't much around him, and no, he was the shining star on a team that otherwise was mostly mediocre. Yeah, I mean, you had Jeff Carter, but Jeff Carter didn't want to be here. No, he hated. That, he made that clear. He made very it very clear. clear. You had Jack Johnson Ford. was here at the time, I think. Uh, at the time, no. He was here at the towards the end of Rick Nash's career. So Jack Johnson uh, was... He, yes, because uh, we traded Carter to get Johnson. Right. So, yeah, but like they were trying to put pieces around him. Jack Johnson at the time was a, was, you know, a decent piece. But, yeah, there wasn't... I mean, it was like they... It was kind of like the Panarin situation, but they knew that nothing was going to come of it. And you know what I mean? Like, But with Panarin, they went all in. But with Rick Nash, instead of going all in, they just traded their assets to get more for the future. And yeah. then they made it seem like Rick Nash wanted out. It all, it all, it, that's yeah. that's kind of what, yeah. I feel like it was all put on Nash, and which is not fair. And I get it. It's a business, and they wanted to sell more tickets next year. So it's like you sure, can't, you I know, guess. it's like, oh, he left because uh, he didn't want to be here anymore. But I mean, I we're mean, still here, and you should buy our tickets shit, still. The only reason people were coming to games anyways was because of Rick Nash. They no, had to make it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, absolutely. So... Um, so yeah, it was a very interesting interview there. If you get a chance, I would definitely check it out. And he had, that was the first time I really heard Rick Nash kind of dove in on the management yeah. at the time. Um, but yeah, the whole regime now, everybody's passed it. Rick Nash has passed it. That management, that front office is not here anymore. And I think, um, 
yeah, moving forward, retiring his jersey is the best thing I think this franchise can do for him. My thought um, on it was, it. my thought on it was, you know, people are complaining and it's like, oh, well, he's not the right person, and and no, he didn't win anything, but like he started the culture. He's, he's the he's the team leader in every, he's the franchise leader in every yeah. important stat there is. Um, he's probably the reason we still have a team here. Because we kind of well, we kind of stayed a little bit relevant while we sucked for fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You I know? forget where I was going with that, to be <laughs> honest with you. But yeah, I, Rick Nash, good good guy, good. Oh, after t- I I remember now. After twenty years, I mean, there had to be somewhere McConnell's somewhere. We're like, look, after twenty years, like when they started the franchise, yeah, or maybe five years in or whatever. After twenty years, we have to retire a jersey. There has to be somebody in here. <laughs> well, I don't know. Seattle already did it. They've been around for they less than a year. They retired somebody from their vintage team. Like <laughs> no, they from did. A, they, Seattle, they retired number 32 because they were the 32nd team in the league, that's I think. so stupid. It's already up on the rafters. The worst. And maybe <laughs> that's why of that or they, let, they got like 32 season ticket holders, like partial plans and full plans mixed together. It was something weird like that. I forget exactly. That would be dumb if they did that. It would make more yeah. sense to be the 32nd team. They're the 32nd line. That's whatever. <laughs> that's, but that's I, after 20 years, there had to have been something like, okay, after 20, there had to have been a conversation at some point, multiple yeah. conversations where after 20 years, somebody has to get their number retired. Somebody. Yeah. It just, it has to be a thing as a franchise. I mean, it makes sense. Something's got to go in the Raptors besides ha- we an have AP to have, banner and a nationwide banner. We have banner. to have somebody in here that is <laughs> worth being retired in 20 years or else that's a failure of a franchise. Jody I mean, Shelley should be next. <laughs> All right, no, <laughs> no. We love we love good old Jody Shelley around here, but we no, do. He does we not do. need his number retired. I don't know. Rick Nash is the only. <laughs> he's the only option. Yeah, no, that's he it. He's and the listen, only he's, one. He's, he's the back only with option. The, he's back with the franchise. He's doing good works in the front office now. I think he's. I think he's been going to be groomed to be probably the next general manager at some point. Mm. Um, I could definitely see it. I mean, he's. Go- I feel like he's just going to have a very. Um, you know, a very good role with this franchise moving forward, and whether it be general manager, assistant general manager, whatever, I think he's just going to be in that front office for years to come. And I'm here for it. And his jersey deserves to be hanging up there. So, sure, he's done a lot for Columbus hockey. Oh, I agree. Yeah, his a number deserves lot. to be hung. You have from... to look past. Yeah, if you're people that are like on Twitter bitter about it, like, oh, he left, he wanted to leave, and he well, he never he, won anything. He is the pushed Bob, and he got in a fight with Calvert, and that he shouldn't be on the Raptors. Well, go. You're stupid. You're a stupid hockey fan. I'm sorry. You are. I'm pulling a Kyle here. I'm calling you stupid. It's very dumb. And you got to look at the overall, like what he did for the city and what he did for Columbus hockey in general, in terms of youth hockey, all the all the people he got to become fans of this team, and the reason that you probably still have fans of this team. A example, me. So, Rick Nash is the reason the artillery is here. It so is. He's that. the sole purpose of it because I was going to be hockey. I don't think I was a hockey fan until he became a a thing. So. 61 of the Raptors. I'm here for it, baby. I'm here for it, baby. Here for it. All right, let's talk about uh, some games that have gone down since our last podcast. Um, the first one being the Capitals versus Jackets. 4-3 loss. Uh, you hate to see it. Um, but Sean Corrali, local guy, local kid. I'm going to keep bringing it up. I know you hate when I do that, uh, Kyle. I don't hate that. <laughs> I just... No, I don't hate the local kid thing I, at all. I, okay. I, I love it, actually. It's just... Is brought up a they lot. They have to start winning, for sure. Like we so, local guys are cool and all for his for whatever, and that's cool for his butts and seats and all that. But butts and seats, there has baby. to be there has to be winning attached to that yeah. at some point. 
Uh, we're we're kind of seeing it, but not during we're this game. We're seeing it. I um, mean, not this game. No. So yeah, Sean Corrali, he scored uh, his first goal as a Columbus Blue Jacket. You love to see that. Also got a second goal during that game. Uh, unfortunately, it was not enough to get the get the win. Nyquist got a goal in there as well, but the Jackets lost four three. Ovi got like some career milestone goal during that game. I forget what it was. Yeah, so how much I care about. He Ovechkin. passed I don't Brett Hall. Care. Yeah, something like that. He did. He probably. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Seven forty two, maybe. I don't yeah. know. That's a lot of goals. It's a lot of goals. <laughs> a, a lot, lot of goals. goals. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Seven forty two. You think lot. any blue? No. I was gonna say any Blue Jack will ever touch that. Uh, not in our not. lifetime. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Um, all right, so moving on from that one, not a lot to talk about there. It was a 4-3 loss, whatever. 4-3 loss. I don't, I was at that game. Was that at home? Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a I don't. Game. I was there. But no, I wasn't. Was, it, was that the one we watched at? Yeah, it was. At the deli? Yep. It was, I think. That's right. You're right. Um, yeah, Shit because game. we talked about going to the Rangers game together the next day. You probably don't remember because you had too many Christmas sales. I do not drink those Christmas sales. Oh, you didn't I think drink the Christmas sales. Pilsners. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, All so night. we didn't. We watched that one on TV. Um, it was a home game though, but yeah. So four three loss versus the Capitals since our last podcast. Next game on the schedule uh, was the Rangers. Also, not a great game. Four five three loss. Um, what's what's your takeaway on old Panarin getting the boo the boo birds? At Nationwide. I don't know. So that game, I was there. We both were there. We both had seats. Oh, that's right. I had, we had tickets for both of us. Together. Yeah. We had tickets, seats next to each other. Did I leave before the third period? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, I remember that night, actually. Yeah. yeah we that were, was, the problem is we started off. You didn't Irish goodbye, but you, like, it was like halfway through the third period, and I was drinking beer with uh, Boone at Bulls on yeah. Twitter. And I look over, and you're like, see you later. And you're just walking out the front door, like just waving at me that with a couple other right. people. And I didn't see the rest of the night. Who would I walk out with? Was I don't it, remember. Was it Tyler? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Well, we, you insisted on shots at Arbar before the game. <laughs> so that's where it all went downhill for me. Uh, Arbar was a mess. I it, just, I'd, yeah. I did, we did two shots to just cure my anxiety for a while. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Two shots. You and did all that leave. Crap no, here. but I. I mean, okay. So going back to Panarin, uh, I don't. I don't agree with. I'm not booing Panarin. I'm not. I don't understand why people would want to boo Panarin. Um, you don't understand, really. Maybe, I mean, maybe like you're still not over your ex girlfriend from three years ago, and that's cool. So you would like still hate her, and you know that maybe that's insecurity on your part. But no. uh, I. I am not going to boo Panarin. I know what he did for this franchise, and I know what he did while he was here, and he made a personal choice to go somewhere that was best for him, uh, and I'm not going to sit here and, and judge him and boo him because of that. Um, this this franchise has taken a turn for the better since he's left. We missed the playoffs once, but look at all these young guys we have coming up that are going to be just as good. I mean, Sillinger could be just as good as Panarin is. Voracek looks like Panarin when he's put moving a puck into the zone when he's passing around. He's got I 11 assists that. in 12 games. Voracek gets me going, baby. The way that he handles a puck going into the zone, I don't miss Panarin. I don't, I don't miss him. He's, yeah. I, I'm not going to think about him enough to even think about booing him. So I don't understand. He, he doesn't have a lot of he's goals He's good. This he's year. very, he's very good. No, player, he's, yeah. he's not a lot of goals, but a lot of assists, and he's very, very, very good. He's, yeah. He draws a lot of attention, and he's a really good piece 
in a in a in a team that has a fuck ton of talent in New yeah. York. Um, they're gonna be they're gonna win the division this year, and I'm I called it in the beginning of the season. I think in my predictions, possibly. I know I have them. I think in the top three. That's they're they're so good, and yeah. but at the same time, I can maybe see where people are coming from with that because he could have been the superstar in Columbus. He could oh, have yeah. been the, the guy the team, but in New York, he's not that. He's a piece of the puzzle. He's a piece of the puzzle in Columbus. Like Here he would have been the puzzle. I feel like he was getting more notoriety as a Blue Jacket than he was getting in, in New York, just league wide. Right. I feel like when he first got signed with That's New York, had. when it's, he first got signed with New York, true. sure, like you know, he got a lot of publicity throughout the league. NHL.com, you know, NHL social channels, media coverage, whatever. But that's died down considerably. I feel like he was he was becoming a superstar in this league because of Columbus, and he would have had this city fucking wrapped around his finger if he would have stayed here for sure. Yeah. Um, no questions about that. But in terms of the boos that he got, every time he touched the puck, I kind of laughed. I'm not one to normally boo. I don't like really care. Um, if you leave, you leave, whatever. Um I'm just glad that, you know, for once there's just no drama surrounding a season and he's gone. It's fine. I don't care. If you want to boo him, boo him. I'm just going to sit there and laugh. But he's about been gone. This is his third year now in New York. Yeah, no. So he's been gone. That's my thing is like, he's been gone, guys. I know he hasn't been, he's only played two games here since he left. Uh, three years ago. Yeah, cause because of the COVID season the and COVID. Um, yeah. In the shortened season, or maybe he's only played one game here because of the shortened season. I can't remember. I don't. I know it's it's not very many. Maybe only be one because we were at definitely at a game that he came. The first game that he came back to Nationwide Arena, we were at that game. That was a speaking of booze. That was a boo fest. That was a boo fest. And funny enough, so Panera was asked about the booze during the Rangers Jackets game here a couple days ago, and he said, uh, "I didn't really hear it, but they did get lazier as the night went on." (laughs) And so, Panarin kind of like taking a a, sh- a cheap shot. Yeah, at the, because at he the started fans. fucking scoring on us. Uh, like, yeah, he, he had two goals, he had three I think, points. Yeah, I think. two goals and assist. I think. Yeah, yeah two goals oh, and yeah. assist. Of course, stop booing him, <laughs> Jesus! He's scoring. He loves it. Listen, if if I he am thrives a, on it, if I am a professional athlete in any sport, and I and I hear boos as soon as it's my time to shine, if I have possession of the ball, the puck, if I'm behind the wheel of a NASCAR stock car, and I'm Kyle Busch, if I hear boos. You bet your ass I'm going to be putting right. in 125% effort. If you're in a stock car, you don't hear booze. Come on. You can hear booze. Come on. No you can, way. You could. You got your your tight-ass helmet on with earbuds <laughs> in. Uh, so I have heard. Around I you. have heard. There's no way. There's been cer- some races where you can hear fan reaction. Uh, drivers have mentioned it. So, oh, yeah. You like that. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't agree with the booze. Um, I thought his comment, though, was pretty funny. <laughs> it got lazier as the night went on. <laughs> Panera's hilarious, yeah. and he's a great. Oh, that's yeah. why people. It's it's. I'm telling you, it's like an ex. People fell in love with him here. We did. We all did. We did. We fell in love with that guy here that. in Columbus, yeah. and then he left, and it felt like a breakup. Yeah, it truly did. Seth Jones, not so much. We didn't really fall in love with that guy. Not we did. Like yeah. he was very good, but not the same way as Panera. Yeah, I feel like Panera, just pr- like Panera like, brought the personality. Like Elvis. Panera was like Elvis. Yeah. Like the same kind of deal with Elvis. People are falling in love with this guy because his personality is just so infectious. Oh, and yeah. the, the way that he carries himself, people just fucking love it. Yeah, because we, 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 genuinely, we genuinely thought Panarin loved this fucking city and he would never leave. 
because he just he was so his like like you said his personality was infectious. He was always front and center in the camera. He would always be doing goofy stuff, saying funny things. And when it came down to it, poof, he left. Right, and we we were it wasn't poof though. That's the thing, like. We kind of knew. We knew but also, Bob. Like, I feel like we knew Bob. He gave us an explanation. It wasn't poof. It was like I wanted the gar- the garage. I wanted the, the garage. The garage joke is funny, and it's a running joke, and it will always be a running joke, and it's funny. But he wanted the it, Madison Square Garden. He wanted the yeah. the notoriety. New York is obviously a much bigger market. He knew he could go you there know what's and make funny more about, money. You know what's funny about New York being a much bigger market? This season right now, Columbus has higher attendance than Madison Square Garden. Attendance, yes, but we're talking about eyes on TVs when it comes to markets. I would also like to see that, though, too. But I will say right now, it's it's crazy to me that... What what does New York have? Like 13 million... No, I'm saying like 13 oh. million people that live in that city or something like that. I don't know. And Man, they, not that many. And, no and they're drawing only like 15,000 to a game. They can't sell out a game. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Columbus yeah. has 2.1 million in, 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 within the Metroplex. In the Metroplex? I've never heard that. Is that a term? In the greater Columbus area is yeah, generally whatever. what people say something around like here. That. Okay. I don't know. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. We can talk about Panarin. We can always come back and talk about Panarin. He's just so polarizing. Yeah. It's just Anyways, we'll move on from Panarin. I just, please. The boob the boo birds were they got they made me laugh at the game. We were yeah, we yeah. were laughing. Because it's like right. as soon like, as, what, as the first time he touched the puck, I'm like, are, is that we talked that, we said to like, are people pa- booing? They're booing Panarin. I thought <laughs> oh I kinda thought God. we were past it too. But. Is that Tony D'Angelo? They got, <sighs> what, what are we doing? Yeah. Right we gotta move on. But uh yeah, Jackets lost that one um five to three. Borchek got the got the game going. It looked like a good start for his the, first for goal. The team. First goal of the. I blue, I looked the, at you after that goal and said he has eleven points on the season yeah, and one goal. That's his first goal, <laughs> which I'm fine with that. Like he's an assist machine. It's he, great. He, I feel like he knows his role on this team, Borchek, and he's doing he's doing oh, a hell of a good job. Elite. So does he have an A? No, he should. I don't <laughs> think not he the does. C. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. So that's his first goal back as a Blue Jacket. Um, Panarin then responded. Robinson then got a goal in the second period that made it 2-1, and then it all went downhill. Rangers scored like three goals in about a minute. Yeah, it was really it done. Was uh, so I think I saw, I think Jeff Sabota on Twitter said, I think it was him. Um, that was the shortest amount of time in Blue Jackets history that three goals have been scored on us. Yeah. It was like a minute 15. I was having flashbacks to like you know the 2006 era of the team. Like so, was like that like, was a, that was on? history that we saw. Uh, the the <coughs> shortest amount. I mean, it was unbelievable how deflating that was just to watch them just fucking control everything that happened, and then yeah. just a quick deflection right in front of the net. Who was the goalie in that game? Was it Elvis? Uh, it was oh, Corpy. Shit for that one. I think it was Elvis. I don't remember. I should remember this, but I don't because I had shots at Arbar. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's all your fault. But yeah, three three goals in like, you know, what was like a minute and five seconds? It was a minute fifteen. Minute fifteen seconds. I think, I think. Um Yeah, I mean it's pretty deflating watching that. Um Texier, he got a goal later in the third, but it, by that point it was just too far gone. Um but yeah. Are you looking to see if it's Corpy or Elvis? I was, yeah. Uh five was three. It? I'm looking real quick. Scroll, 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 scroll. Blue Jackets. Scroll, 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 scroll. Elvis. Elvis. So that's eight seventy-eight save percentage. Five goals allowed. 
36 saves on 41 shots, yeah. 87%, 88% save percentage. Not great. Not great, but... Uh, but he's allowed to have a bad game every now and then. That he was is. his worst game this season, for yeah. sure. Not even close. Uh, and also, I mean, I think there was an empty netter there at the end, so it wasn't really five, but that counts towards him. Yeah. Because he was he was the goaltender. In so the I'll say this, and it's something that I've been saying, and I think we all can agree that, you know, it's just part of the growing process of a very young team. We're going to have really moments of brilliance, moments of good games, moments of bad games. And, you know, I will say that this team so far has impressed me with their ability to bounce back. Because these two losses in a row could easily deflate a very young team and they could go down a skid that would, you know, just absolutely just crush the fan and base. And it has them. before with this team. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, again, let me just say, again, we're the youngest, youngest. we are the youngest team <laughs> as we have been for years and years, as long as I can remember, since I was a young lad. We a have young, been the youngest wee little lad. fucking team in the league. And this time, they're responding... They're responding, bro. They're That's responding. what I'm saying. I this I, time it it like Sillinger and Chinnikov feel different. There's something different about those two. They are. It's like they are. It's solid. like they want to be here and they they're so happy they're I don't in the care NHL. if they want to be here or not. I want to know what their reaction is when they get their fucking asses kicked by yeah. New York. Yeah. By, when Artemi Panarin and, and Mike Zajimbad and Mika Zajimbad. And fucking Adam Fox and Chris Kreider come into town and kick your fucking ass. What are you going to do after so that? So the reaction, we know what the reaction and is. And the reaction is the, the Red Wings game. Because listen, the Red Wings game, the first, our first loss of the season was to the Red Wings. We lost 5-1. to one. We got our asses handed to us, coming off of two back-to-back very strong performances. And when the Red Wings were coming in town and I saw this was the, was, this was the next team after the Rangers, my first thought was, oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, damn look, it. <laughs> Look, I know there's people out there that don't pay that much attention. But, like, they just pay attention to the Blue Jackets, and that's cool. Um, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. But the Red Wings, uh, they've been saying the good Red Wings are not year. a good— Because it's the Red Wings, right? They've been bad for years now. The Red Wings are a really, really good team They're a good year. team. They're going to compete for their division this season. I mean, it's they're going to be that good. They have the Calder winner— they're they're gonna they call it they got the Lucas Raymond, uh, great player. He's gonna win the Calder this year. Yeah. It's it's I mean that goal he had against unless Cylinder gets hot, right? Which he could. He or very Chinikov, well could. Or Chinnikov. I mean either one of them yeah. could get very hot, and I could yeah. see it. But Lucas Raymond already has almost twenty points. I feel like on the season, uh, uh, maybe like fifteen. Uh, I go yeah. fifteen. Okay, yeah. that's. But yeah, I this game. I'll just talk about the game. the the Red Wings and Blue Jackets game. This this most recent one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've still lo- I still have, don't have much of a voice from that game. Because I just thought your balls so just dropped. That too, they just did. Yeah, that game was unbelievable. Great now, game. There was a game recently that I was at that um, the arena was nuts. It was electric. This it whole was, season, bro. The, it's been it, you could have so like we're averaging like sixteen thousand two hundred, which is great for for Blue Jackets right now. That's that's most of the arena. That's most of the arena. It's like a eighty-six percent capacity. Would you love to see that? We are below. We are above some very high markets. The fans have been responding this year. Yes, and they've been sh- not only have they been coming to the games, but the atmospheres have been some of the best that I've seen in a while. Now I will say this: at the Detroit game and even the Rangers game, there was a lot of opposing fans there. There, so they travel as as they are in same with Pittsburgh. And to be fair, the Detroit fans just crawled out of their mom's basement for the <laughs> first time in five years. So they just now are like, oh, we're good again. So let me, we should. Uh, a lot of Red Wings fans. Now. A lot of Red Wings fans on Saturday, uh, at the game. Yeah. Um, was that on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
no, it wasn't. It was Monday. It wasn't Saturday. It was Monday. No, it was Monday. It was Monday. Sorry. I'm, they're all starting to run together. I'm My, <laughs> I don't know they're what all what but but so goals were scored. There was eight total goals in that game. Yeah. Uh, Red Wings went up like what two nothing I think two to nothing start. Very that early. place was very loud with Red Wings fans yep. to start the game. Towards the end, when fucking Sillinger and Chinnikov and and Wierenski even scored the game winning goal. Well, that let's talk night. about who got it going. Boone. Boone. Boone he got, got that got dirty a, goal. That's uh, what he dude, lives for, dude. That dirty goal down he's low. Ro- he is rising. S- uh, I don't know. He is. He's rising, rising to, to his sea. He's right. That's what I'm trying to say. He's rising to that sea, that captain. Yes, sea. he's exactly he's, what he's doing. Yeah, he's doing it, and he's he's doing t- he's a, taking an that and run. With he it. might become the. He might be the greatest. He might become the greatest captain in franchise history when it's all, all said right, and done. All right, relax. He's, Just saying. He's only got like a three year deal, four year deal. All right, all right. So relax. But towards the end of that game. That place was the loudest I've heard it, I think, since the Tampa sweep. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Because, because they went up 2 nothing, and that place was loud with Detroit fans, and then all of the Blue Jackets fans rallied towards the end of that game and gave it back to them. And it was yeah. the most amazing thing that I've ever been a part of. It was great. Phenomenal. I mean, the fact that we lost to those guys 5-1 at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so Jacks were down 2-0 early. Boone gets that goal to get to get the team going, get the building rocking. Um, then Boquist ties it two two. Then you got the Red Wings phenomenal rookie Raymond. He makes it three two. Um, then three unanswered goals by the Blue Jackets following that goal. Three, and then Chenikov. Chenikov ties it. Rinsky gets the uh, the go ahead game winner. And then who got the? The nail in the coffin, Texier. It was Texier, yeah. Texier made it 5-3. Texier's been looking good. He's fine. I know it was an empty netter, but he had a goal the game before. That was backside. Yeah. I mean, that was he's on a two-game point streak now, and it's, yeah. he's looking good. He's, I'm going to eat my words on Texier. Roslovic, I feel like maybe turning a corner. He was definitely. I hope so, man. He was more noticeable in the in the past, in the, especially in the Red yeah. Wings game. Um but the more important question, are we seeing a cylinder Chinnikov bromance developing? <laughs> That's what I really I don't know. know. I don't I don't even think Ch- Chinnikov doesn't even speak English. I mean, what uh, all the better. <laughs> I want I these two to go out on the short north together one night. It's gonna be like Cam and, and Artemi <laughs> when <Yeah. laughs> that, that bromance that was here. When I'm telling I think this is the this is the next Cam Artemi bromance. I think it's gonna be but uh, those two on the ice after look, Chinny got his goal. Yarmo Yarmo, this is the thing. This is I'm gonna go off the game. Where the game was great. We won five three. It was a fucking great night. What Yarmo is doing now, he has his his draft picks, his team. He does. This is his team. It's not a hodgepodge mixture of guys it's that were that were here before. No assets from before he was here. Yeah. It's his assets he's used. It's his it's his team now. Chinnikov and Sillager here are here to stay. They're going to get paid. And they're going to get paid. I'm telling you. And those are going to be our two guys. They're not there's not going to be any rumors of them maybe wanting to leave at some point or they don't want to be here. No, that's not going. These guys are going to be the next retired jerseys in this in this arena. You easy now. Fifty nine and thirty four. <laughs> I'm telling you, these two are. We're going to we're going to grow old watching these two. Yeah, win games for this team. I think having the fact Cole Sillinger already has ties to the Blue Jacks with his father 
could definitely be a big advantage and a big leg up for for him staying here long term. That could definitely help us out in, in the long run because Jody Shelley was a big advocate of getting Cole Sillinger in the draft, and I feel like there's just there's a lot of ties that link Cole here to this team to where maybe he could be a lifer here for CBJ. I don't see why either one of them would not. He's be. definitely he is going to be a a superstar. Uh, he's going to be a star in this league for sure. And he in the next two to three years, his name is going to be synonymous with the NHL. You're going to hear Cole Sillinger's name everywhere. Guarantee it. And don't forget about Kent Johnson, dude. Kent Johnson, man, he had, he's coming up. He's, he's coming it. up, killing. He he will. Oh, he's going to be starting next year for this team. I mean, there's no no doubt about it. I'm, that's, I usually don't get excited for prospects, especially people that are still in college. Kent Johnson, I'm I am legitimately excited for. Yeah, we haven't had we haven't had any guys like. I mean, I just can't think back. I mean, Sonny Milano, I guess, and Winberg when he got drafted, yeah. and those were. But they never had the 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 starts, the debuts that these two guys have had, and yeah. the hype around them in the city is just unreal. Yeah. I I can't think of a time that we've ever had anybody like these two together, eighteen and twenty years old, young, and they're just fucking taking over. And you got to think, we still got Line and Domi out, so like when when and Boquist looked good, but Bo- how good Boquist, did Boquist dude. look in that game? Oh yeah, Boquist came back. He His got first himself, game back. He got himself. Now moved. that goal, man, I don't know if that went in. Nobody reviewed it. Never got reviewed. Man, it, it went. went in. It, it hit the. It hit top shelf. And came right back out. I think it hit the bar and came back out. Yeah. And the place went nuts. They all celebrated. Nobody. L- I don't know. I'm gonna they, go with the one in then. It was so close. <laughs> I I keep watching that goal. Like, oh my god, did yeah. that actually go in or not? Like, it's. Yeah. It hit, I'm know. sorry, going off on a tangent here, but it hit the top of the bar and it's like, holy shit! But that rebound, him coming <clears> down, that's that's what is that's what it's going to take because we clearly don't have the person, the guy right now. To take over like a McDavid or a Crosby or, or, a, line a. or a Novechkin or a line. A. Line A is not taken over when he was healthy. My my point line is a had like he had ten points in like eleven games. The the guy assists like, a lot of assists. He's still he's 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 making he's definitely an impactful player. No, though. for sure. But yeah, my point is like we need the defense to come down and play some offense like Warinsky does, like Boquist does, like Jake Bean does. Yeah. Um, to come down and play some offense, and that rebound that he had on that goal was. I'm here for it, baby. Prime. Yeah. So when Lion A returns and Domi returns, Chinnikov better still have a damn spot on this team. That's all I'm saying. Sillinger will obviously still have a spot. The Chinnikov's the guy that's got bounced around when uh, when Domi was healthy. Chinnikov would be scratched from time to time. So um, yeah, but who are you gonna take out? Texier, Ross. Lebeck? I don't know, man. I just feel like this is the guy that you gotta you gotta give him. I think the more ice time. A young guy like Chinnikov gets. I think it would really fuck with him better. To, he's going to gonna send, be once guys get healthy. It really fuck with him to send him back down to Cleveland. Hundred percent. I think it would, and I don't think that that's the right move. Now, at the beginning of the season, I was like, put him in Cleveland. Yeah. Let him sit there. Let him play. Let him let him break the Cleveland Monsters record in goals. But at this point, I mean, <laughs> if he stays with the team and he gets comfortable and gets hot, we're looking at a fucking playoff team here. It's, Did you just say that? If if he continues <laughs> to if he can 
All he does at the beginning he, of the season, Kyle. You said that we're going to be the bottom all of the league, Chinnikov bottom of the metro, he, bottom of the league. When he touches the puck, is you're just going to brush past and my he, comment? Yes, I'm gonna. I wasn't finished. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to <laughs> okay. it. It's all he does is rip the puck whenever he touches it, and he has a ripper, yeah. dude. That wrist shot is does. unbelievable. Yes, he does. I mean, that was past Grice before he even knew it was shot. Grice's frustration too when that goal went in, I was here for. Oh, it. that place was nutty when he that goal was went in. he was pissed because grice was he was out playing elvis shot for shot for the first two periods and it once you know once the floodgates opened man we got in there we got in his when, head when greg murray yeah. uh, announces the goals after it scored um there was a tv timeout after that goal i believe and greg murray came out over the in, over yeah. the arena and said his first NHL goal scored by <laughs> Igor Chinnikov. That place oh, was oh, yeah. insane. His, Unbelievable, he's, that place. He's, granted, he, is, he doesn't speak really any English or good English, but, dude, this is another personality that I think if long as we give this guy the ice time and, the, and, and give him, you know, just let him play, that personality is just going to come out and be so infectious in this fan base that they're going to, they're gonna love him as that much smile. as that smile, dude. That damn when, smile. When he was like <laughs> in that locker room, when he when he's hand, hand the Kepi, man, like, oh my god. Uh, first of all, I didn't even know his voice was that deep. Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, holy I was, shit, no, dude. nobody was ready for that. <laughs> I nobody wasn't was ready, ready for, for it. But yeah, he's he's a guy that you know. If you can't tell by listening to us right now, we are very excited for what we are. for what we are seeing in front of us. Yeah. I mean the the amount of young talent i mean we've had young teams before don't get me wrong we have and i bitch about it all the time this is i am so excited for boquist to 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 grow into what he is for jake bean to grow into what he is bayreuther looks really really good he's looked very solid what for what he is uh chinnikov sillinger texier is looking really good bemstrom is still hurt he could come back we have domi on the back i mean this we are excited for what is to come and This is just the tip of what we're about to see. So with this your team. your your uh, your prediction at the beginning of the season, I'm sticking with it. Bottom of the metro. Yeah, I have to. I have to okay, stick with it. That's fair. I mean, it could still happen. What did I, say? I think I said fifth place. I don't remember. We'll have to go back. I, I think I gave it. us 84 points. Tyler I, wrote it down. Yeah, it's all there. He would tell us if it's I did. So you know, not to my own horn, but I just said we're gonna be a lot better than everyone. You did say that. You be, you so. have said that. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's. We're seeing that. We are seeing We're that seeing already, and it's just it's wild. I, that, I just for for the most part, this team the, the most the biggest thing I'm impressed with 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 this team, and we can just touch on it for a second, is the fact that they're resilient. And we kind of talked about it before the Red Wings game. Like you lose two in a row, two games where you just really didn't look that great. There was moments where we looked okay, but they just as a young team, they continue to bounce back, and it doesn't seem to phase them. Two in a row, they lost two in a row, yeah. and every, the, every I was like, "Oh God, it's over." I think then, that's what I think everyone thought. Everyone yeah, thought like, "Oh, we're off oh, to a seven and three start, best start in franchise history." We've just lost two in a row now. It's like, "Oh, this is where it happens. This is where we start to suck now." But that wasn't the case. And they beat one of the best teams uh, in the league, I think, in, in the Red Wings. A I good mean, team, uh, one of the better teams in the league. One of the better teams in the league. Yeah. I mean, and convincingly, they. They gave up two and and won five to three. So was there a reason for us beating the Red Wings, Elvis's pads? No, no, they weren't. No, those are hideous. <coughs> I mean, these pads went viral. I mean, They're, everyone's yeah, I mean, been talking about his new pads. But it's like a fifty-fifty split of whether people like it or not. They do. Of course, the Blue Jackets are. You know, I, they love it. Yeah. So if you haven't guy. seen Elvis, got some new pads only for the third Jersey Knights. 
Um, they're like this baby blue meets neon blue. Just it, it, it essentially blends in with the crease. That's the same color as the gold crease. It's a little lighter. So it's like I tweeted out, like, maybe Elvis is on, did this on purpose to, like, throw off the opponent. Like, where's the crease? Where's my pads? You don't know. Fuck you. But they're bad. They're so bad. They're bad. They're I, ugly. I, even Brad Larson. Brad Larson was asked about him, and he pretty much said, no ask comment. me after the game. <laughs> I'll let you know after the game. Yeah, they're he not He probably great. likes him now. Sure. I mean, he said, let me know, you know, after the game, I'll sure. tell you. And we yeah. Gotta, we got to win. They're so. not good. And... Yeah, I'm not going to argue with anybody that tells me they're good because, come on, they're so bad. Like, if they, were, if they were a dark blue main, like a main color is dark blue like the light blue is now, and then like that light blue accent like on the trim, Yeah, then sure, those yeah. would be fucking awesome. But they don't match anything. I mean, they match the they match the accent. The main color of the pad is matches the accent, the accent yeah. of the third jerseys, and it doesn't make any sense. I like his his regular pads. I have like the outline of Columbus, so like the Columbus skyline for like the actual. Like, yeah, yeah. I wish he would bring those. Those were last season or two seasons ago. They don't have. He doesn't have them this year. No. What does he have this year? Just as just regular like pads. Well, that's lame. Yeah. Why have I not noticed this? I don't because I don't know. We're drunk because you're not a real time. fan. We're always drunk. <laughs> We're just always drunk. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah. You love to see it. It's fine. Uh all right. Well, I guess we can get social now. Yeah, I guess that's it's just hey. Might just as well. us two. We know just us two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's get social then. Let's get social. You got the questions? Should I, I do. Should I, I got, read any questions? No, I got questions. Got it's right, fine. I'm better at it anyways. You're probably right. Uh uh first question here from Tyler Scott at Tyler underscore underscore Scott. Uh I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. Who is that guy? Just kidding. Know. Our producer, friend of the pod, and also, I mean, he's yeah, whatever. Friend of the pod, it's whatever. He's in the pod. He's he on is. the pod. He's on the pod. He's, of course. Uh, do you miss me yet? No. Well, kinda. Too, too soon. Yeah, too soon. I also wish you would have looked up some stuff for us when we were trying to do research, <laughs> so I didn't have to, but it's fine. Uh, moving on. Next question from Oliver Oliver Elite Strand. Oh my God, <laughs> at Bjorkswag. Oh, at Bjorkswag. Right. Okay. He changes his name all the time. Uh, can you smell what Gregory Hoffman is cooking? Did Hoffman play in that game? Yeah. Can you smell what Gregory? Hoffman I like is what cooking? I see out of Gregory Hoffman. I wish I does he good is cook? A, is I this hope, a thing? I, I hope he's know. a good cook. I mean, I wish I could smell. He's I, not the rock. I don't know why that's... I have about 75% of my smell back since COVID, so I don't know. <laughs> not sure how much I can smell from him. Is that a thing? Is it like... The, I don't know. It's so like Gabrikov's like, pick up the phone, like... I don't know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways. All right, next question. I like. I do like what I see out of Hoffman, though, which one F, sure. one F, two N's, not right. two F's. Yeah, one weird. N. Change your name. Really weird way to spell Hoffman. Uh, next question from Tyler Howard at underscore Ty Howard. Which member of the artillery is the worst driver? Warren. You think that? Oh, 100%. I have to hold on to things, and I use my brake in the passenger seat all the time. Have you been in a car with me? Yeah. Me driving? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I'm a good driver. I, I'm a really good driver. You're a good uh, driver. I've never had a ticket in my life. But I will say that Warren doesn't know how to take curves properly and last minute breaker and just doesn't pay attention that much 
calling him out because he's not here, so he can't rebuttal. Tyler might be a bad driver. <laughs> I've never list. I've never drove with Tyler, but I bet you Ben is a bad driver. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've been in the car with him before. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, all I know is that I use my passenger brake all the time, I just... and I always have to hold on to like the the little handle above you. Right. You get when scared. when Warren's driving. All right, it's Warren then. It's definitely Warren. And uh, he also drives barefoot. I mean, who, what? <laughs> Straight out of Gallia County. A little fucking hillbilly. I drive barefoot sometimes. If like, that's weird. Well, if it's like I'm on a I'm on a drive of sh- after a walk of shame to my drive of shame. You just didn't bring your shoes with you. Sometimes I like go to <laughs> play like with my work boots, and I just don't want to wear my work <laughs> boots out of. So I just don't put shoes on. I understand the feeling because I don't. The Nike I had the Nike mid blazers. They're like yeah. the high top blazers. Yeah. Those take me about. Me and Danny Smith have talked about. Putting applying those and putting them back on the next day takes like four minutes. That's a lot. Of, yeah, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, next question from John Kemp at John T Kemp. Who would be on your CBJ Mount Rushmore? Well, that's a good one. Um, that's a hard one to think of right off the top. Of. Is it five? It's four. You've never seen Mount Rushmore before. I just can't. <laughs> Are you sure it's not five? <laughs> it's four. There's only four heads on Mount Rushmore. Oh, you're an idiot. Are you sure? Positive. I've been there. <laughs> okay. Also, a lot more underwhelming in person. I'm sure. I the will never go to really Mount small Rushmore. heads. You expect them to take up the whole mountain. They're like tiny. Uh, so my Mount Rushmore. This is off the off the top of the head. This is without research. I gotta go Rick Nash, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna go Jody Shelley. He's just gotta be on there. I, I'm 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 putting aside all statistics. I'm putting. I'm putting into account just like players that have put the Blue Jackets on the map. So Rick Nash, Jody Shelley. Um, damn, I got to think of two more. That's tough. It's not. Wrong got- Tugnut. <laughs> just only for the fact of his name. And also, you know, we did that little campaign for him to run for president all the t- a while back. Um, and he was, the you know, one of the first goalie or one of the first. I don't fucking know. And so he was part of the franchise. Um, so Rick Nash, Jody Shelley, Ron Tugnut, and I don't as much as I don't want to say it, but I think I have to say it. Bobrovsky? Yeah. You got two goalies. Uh, Bobrovsky? I'm only doing Tugnut because I like his name. All right. So who are your four? Rick Nash, Jody Shelley, Ron Tugnut, and Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. I got Bobrovsky on mine. Okay. So there's one. There's one. I got Nick Felino. Okay. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah, his best captain. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Give me some uh, motherfucking John Tortorella. Oh, I didn't know we were going like coaches. I thought we were just doing players only. CBJ Mount Rushmore. All right. That's fine. If that's the case, throw McConnell on there. No. The reason he's fucking here. Well, uh, okay. But like me, like people we see all the time, media okay. and like, but yeah. I got torts on mine as well. I right. mean, fuck the haters, right? And then, yeah, I got Rick Nash. So who are you for? Uh, Bobrovsky, Felino, John Tortorella, and Rick Nash. Okay. I feel like that's the epitome of Blue Jackets hockey, those four guys. Yeah. I mean, that's... Bobrovsky, I mean, yeah, he wanted out. He wanted all this money, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to pay him $10 million. Of, of late 2000s. 
Blue Jackets hockey. Yeah, but that was the best Blue Jacket. I mean, well, no, it's not. It's like got to pay respect 2015 to, the, to 20. I mean, got to pay respect to old Tugnut and Shelley. You don't because they didn't do anything. It's not about what they did. It's about it is about what they did. That's exactly what it is. What do you mean? Uh, it goes back to the whole Rick Nash argument of, oh, he never won anything for the city. No, it's but about he broke all he... the franchise records and has the yeah, no, silkiest, nastiest goal in the history of the franchise, in the history of the league. Arizona goal? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course he's up there. I mean, yeah, but then, shit, if Panarin would have stayed a little longer, I'd have him on there. It's yeah. Not, I mean, whatever. Felino, I though, I, I think... But you know, I feel like I, I guess you put Doobie on there, maybe. No, I don't think so. I think mine's perfect. Of course, it is. Our Rusty Klesla. good old Rusty. Uh, what about old Fedorov? Go, yeah, <laughs> good old Fedorov. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. It was great to have him here while I was here, but sure, at the end of his career, the, yeah, yeah, you know. Um. All right. Next question oh my god it's all about chinnikov good uh, as it should be from alex thomas at soccer disc 989 how sustainable is this hot offense we've been seeing i wouldn't necessarily say it's hot i would say that it's hot for blue jackets yeah i i, I guess um i don't know man <laughs> I like what I see. I like the fact that we can bounce back from, you know, from games that we didn't look that great in. Um, I think, I don't know. It's going to be an up and down season. I, I feel like this team is definitely in, in, in a good spot. Uh, but in terms of offensive production, I would say it's we're pretty much on par for what I thought we were going to be. I did at the beginning of the year. I was like, we're going to score, you know, a decent amount of goals. I just don't think defensively we're going to be there fully. So I think with inexperience, lack of like a solid fundamental defense, but kind of still having a better offensively skilled minded team, this is going to kind of be all over the place. If that makes any sense. I don't know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, that's why we don't have guys that take over in the points race or the goals race. It's because. Yeah. It's very <laughs> spread yeah, out. What does, what does fucking dry will have already? Like 30, 30s, 31 points, 32 yeah. points. The, the guy who leads our team has what? 15. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's what it is. It's how it's always been. But Edmonton has won nothing either, so it's not it's like... also true. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't correlate necessarily. We're a score-by-committee type of team. All right, next question from Del Snell at Del Snell 84 Will PLD be booed as loud as bread on his return to the Schwide next oh, week? Oh, but I don't have tickets to this one, but I'm going to get tickets for this one because PLD will be booed out of that building. You bet he better. But I could also will. see him not being booed because of his whole. He's wearing eighty this season because of Kiv Lennox. Hey, and listen, respect to that. I respect you, PLD, for wearing. He was here for the funeral. Yes, right. I, I, I mean. Listen, he he still is respecting the city and the team and stuff, you know. I get that, but it just didn't go down well. And I feel like a lot of casual fans don't put two and two together, and they probably don't realize he's wearing number 80 for Kivy. Um, so I feel like he is going to be completely booed out of this building. So which I means, so. which I means be, he'll get two goals. I will be booing. you. I hope I'm going to this game. Yeah, I I didn't even look at the schedule. I didn't even know they're coming to town. I should be going I to this will, game. I need 
to go as well. Yes. So we will be going to this game. Uh, I will be booing. Uh, I booed Jack Johnson when he came back, and they played a tribute video for him. <laughs> yeah. um, so I will be booing PLD as well. I booed Artemi the, the first night he ever came back. I think I did, first too. Night. Again, I'm not a big booer, but the first time Artemi came back, I did boo, I think. Yes, we I we were up in the upper. We were there for that game. All four of yeah. us. Yeah, three of us. Me, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think Ashley was there. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> okay. Fucking bitch. Uh, next question. Yes, uh, he will get booed. Uh, thank you, Del Snell, for the question. Um, next question from Caitlin Francis at Bunker Blue, friend of the pod. Uh, we know who the beer pong champions are. Kinda. I think you guys cheated. How? I think there was a cheat in there. Tyler pointed it out to me, like in the video. It's all on video, so we'll watch it again. But if, I think if you it guys comes cheated. down to house rules, you were the one setting them. So don't uh, we know that. who the beer cup beer pong champions are. But what about flip cup? Same teams: Jordan Warren and Kylan Tyler. Time trial speed run team with the shortest time declared the winners. So I am a flip cup phenom. I don't think that's true. No, it's true. So every time I go to a NASCAR race and we tailgate, we always set up Flip Cup. And my team always wins because I get it on the first flip every fucking time. Every time? Every time. Here's the, here's the, here's the latest game, though. Flip Cup and Beer Pong are so, so millennial. Gen Z now play Beer Die. You know what Beer Die is? No, I've never heard of that. you never heard of it? No. Oh, man. So you put... You put the red. You put one red solo cup on each corner of the table, the ends of the table, each corner, and you have die in your hand, dice in your hand, and you gotta throw it up as high as you can. And if it goes in the cup, if it lands on the table, if it lands on the ground, if you catch it, there's a lot of rules to it. That's the latest and great. They don't even do beer pong at college campus anymore. I find that hard. That's to believe. how old we are, Kyle. I don't think it's I didn't. beer die now. That serious? No, I, that beer pong will never go away. It'll never go away, but it's like when people bring it up, they're like, "Oh, let's just no, let's just play beer die." Um, I'm down for that idea. We should do that at some point and right. film it. We'll do both the flip cup, both of them. Yeah, both games. All right, but when I do play flip cup, I'm usually about 14 Jello shots in, so I'll need to start from that point. That's fair. Okay, okay. we can make that happen. Good. All right, a couple more questions here, and then we're out of here for the evening. Uh, from Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent, front of the pod, will we hear the sage and wise voice of Warren this week? <laughs> well, obviously not. No. Nope. Uh, Sorry on. to disappoint you, Ohio Country Gent. Well, where is Warren? Dancing. He's dancing, that's right. He's dancing. Uh, next question from the sixth line at... Sixth underscore line. Any moves that you guys would make so far in the season, or do you like where we're at in terms of personnel for the season? We've got to roll with what we got. We'll figure it out along the way, but right now I'm I'm content with it. If we were to make any type of move, I feel like it would involve probably Corpy going somewhere. If that is the case, I feel like you bring in some type of defenseman. Um, other than that, I feel like I feel like we're in a good spot. Come, you know, deadline, if we are still kind of in the mix for things, that could change. But I think you gotta let you gotta let the young guys develop. You gotta let them do their thing. You gotta give them ice time. And I think not only is that beneficial for us now, but it's been beneficial for us in the long run. So um I just don't think you make any drastic moves at this moment. I think you just gotta ride the wave and see what happens. 
All right. You didn't uh, answer the question. Oh, what was the question? Oh, no, any moves? Oh, yeah, any moves? Uh, I was thinking. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was reading other. I'm trying to do two things at once here in my brain. Well, uh, any moves that I think we should make? Yeah, I think Corpy's gonna move. Um, and I think he should. I think Corpy should go to a team, and I think we need to bring in defense. I already said that. Supplement that. I'm just. These are my thoughts. Okay, so we may have fair. the same thoughts, but these are my thoughts. Uh, I think, yeah, bring in a de- defenseman. I mean, Edmonton's been showing interest. We couldn't afford Darnell Nurse because he just got paid $9.5 million too. But yep. they've got defensemen there that we could come in and supplement. Um, I thought the Jack Eichel trade would have been a decent one for us, possibly. But, you know, With what w- Vegas you know, gave up. I'm surprised. It wasn't a whole lot. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't more than what we had to offer. No, it, it was uh, very. So yeah. I mean, and maybe the injury was a deterrent, and that makes sense. But you know, I don't know. I I think right now I'm like I've said. I think this is the, the wins don't matter this year, which I may be proven wrong by that, and I already have been so far. Um, but it's this is a kind of year to see where we are. New head coach. A lot of new players, new lines, new defense, new everything. Uh, it's just it's a year to gauge where we are as an organization, as a team with talent on the ice, and and then go from there. So this is the first full season we've had in two years now. Uh, let's see where we are as a franchise. I don't think we're contenders. I don't. I didn't think we were contenders to begin the season. Um, we don't have all that talent like other teams do around us, especially in our same division, which sucks. But yeah, this is the, this is a year to really gauge where we are and and see what kind of talent or where what what needs we need to fill after this season. I think after the season we won't need a center anymore. We're gonna have Sillinger coming up at the end of the season. He's he's gonna look he's gonna be really good. We got Chinnikov on a wing now, and he could also play center possibly. But he's a, he's a sniper. He's he's a Pasternak kind of player. Um, but then Kent Johnson's coming up. I mean, we have another center coming. Boone Jenner plays great center. He's one of the best face-off guys in the league. I think the center position is well taken care of. Roslovic, Domi, uh, the center position is it's well, well taken care of. Yeah, it's, it's well it's, taken it's care of. Well we have taken a lot care of guys. If we're looking at development. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's where we are right now. So I think the biggest concern is defense. We don't yeah. know what the defense is yet. Yeah. We've seen moments of our defense where like these guys look good. And I, I, I like what I see out of Bean. I like what I see out of Boy, Boquist. Um, obviously, you got Rowinski, you got Gavrikov. I think we need maybe a little more physicality to the defense. Carlson's really um, good. Carlson, we've seen some. You know, give he's been finally given an opportunity, and he's been proving that he belongs. I feel like Rowinski's got to play defense, though. That's yeah. the problem. Rowinski has to play defense. To me, yeah, and I think that's where our defense is kind of struggling right now. I feel like they're more offensively minded collectively, well, absolutely. which is fine. If you want to score goals, score goals. But I, I think they lack in it's the physicality scoring. defensively department uh, in some aspects. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know? I don't know. All right, cool. I mean, I already gave my answer earlier. I was, you did. I did, yeah. Mine was long-winded anyways. That's Next fine. question. We have a couple more questions. I'm sorry. Uh, from DK2's exclusive sports suite at condescending DK. Condescending DK. I always put an N in front of the S. Um, in front of the pod. When served an old-fashioned with a cherry in it, do you, A, remove the cherry and place it on a napkin, B, throw it on the floor when the bartender turns around, 
Or C, throw it at the bartender and call him or her whatever an ass. All right, so I will go ahead and say this, Dennis. A cherry belongs inside of an old-fashioned muddled with an orange. Mm. If you, if you, if if, if you're, they hand, that's what I think. That's what his question. So if they, with a cherry, oh, with a cherry in it. In so it, if it's a yeah. full cherry, if it's a full cherry, they did it wrong. With an old-fashioned, what you do, Dennis, is first of all you use Luxardo cherries, not some like store-bought cherries from like Kmart or Walmart. If you're at a fancy place, yeah, you use Luxardo cherries. Uh, so you muddle two of them together with an orange. And also the bitters in there as well. Maybe a little simple syrup, not not too much. You muddle all that together. Then you put in the, you know, liquor of choice there. Old-fashioned. Yeah. And then you put in the ice. Right. So the cherry should be muddled with it. They should be in there, but muddled. Right. If I... It, it gives the flavor and the aroma. I just, so I just eat the cherry... <laughs> Yeah, and then I tie the stem in a knot in my mouth. I don't think you do that with my tongue. I've never seen and you do that. Spit it at the bartender. Okay, you can do that too. With my my knot tied stem. <laughs> what I would say, if the, if the cherry is just laying in there, then yeah, throw it at the bartender because they didn't do the right job. All right, next question from Low Boomer at Low Boomer CBJ, friend of the pod, friend of the pod, loyalist Low Boomer, loyalist of all of them. Are we ever getting an artillery watch party again? That is a great question, Jordan. That is a great question, and uh, we're at that point. It's time. We will. We yeah. It's yes, 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 yes. We're doing it. We're doing it. We don't know when though. Don't know when, but we're doing it. It's on the radar. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Uh, all right, and then from Danny Smith at the Danny Smith, can you shout me out? I need more followers. Absolutely. Yeah. So Danny at the Danny Smith on Twitter. Yes, uh, probably has twice Instagram. as many followers as I do, but go follow her anyways. Go follow her. Um, she has her TikTok password now. Yeah, she does. And, the, <laughs> and the, there's another question on here uh, from M at M Kempy twelve, friend of the pod, Emma. You know Emma. Yes. Uh, you guys should do TikTok. <laughs> That's well, her hashtag marketing bros. And then uh, Danny well, Smith replied, TikTok boys. Well, Danny Smith is now our creative director for TikTok. So Danny Smith has our TikTok password. She's the one that has to tell us what to do and how to do it. So, That's right. Like I said, Danny Smith, if you are listening, which I'm sure you are, you can now change your Twitter bio to director of TikToks for the artillery. There you go. Uh, you just got to get them going. Yeah. I called her out the other day. I was like, I gave you the password, and you you said you wanted to take it over, and you still haven't done one. Well, she, I, Yeah, she absolutely should. And I tweeted at it. I tweeted it's like, no pressure, but today we're looking forward to a TikTok from you. So, didn't do one. Didn't see it. No, she saw it. Didn't. Just oh, didn't. she did. You didn't see the TikTok though. It didn't happen. No, she just never did the TikTok. It never made. It never was made. She never right. did TikTok. Okay. So we're trying uh, to be relevant on TikTok, but you know. Yeah, and then yeah. So that's it. That's all we got. I think we're done. We're that's done. All we here. got. All right. Can I read them all? Maybe. I don't know. It was a Chinnikov questions. You believe the Chinnikov gets on a goal scoring streak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's streaky. He'll might. Yeah, yeah. We're done here. We're done. Yeah, right. we're done here. You love to see it. Uh, great podcast without Warren and fucking Tyler here. We just be talking, bro. We just we just be talking. I didn't. I don't have to edit. One. This is a dream podcast for Tyler to edit. Yeah, video. It really is. I didn't hit pause one time. Didn't have to edit one thing. <laughs> no. We didn't argue about anything before we hit record. <laughs> we didn't. Didn't get mad at each other for we any love, reason. We love to see it. We're just here, We're here doing the it. thing, dude. <laughs> one fluid podcast. That's what happens. 
I don't know. Just guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to episode 193. We love you dearly. We are so close to 200. I know. Maybe that's when we're that's when we'll do our watch party. Episode 200. We should. Yeah, we'll arrange it. All right, we have a, we have about seven <laughs> weeks. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple Sundays to knock off some time. We should do some Sundays. Yeah, I'm down for that. We'll just do apartment Sundays. There, yeah, we can do that. Apartment Sundays and apartment Sundays and YouTube Wednesdays. YouTube Wednesdays. Yeah, sometimes that's a thing. Now we just made it a thing. Apartment Sundays, YouTube Wednesdays. All right, sometimes. I'm here for it. Cool. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> before we end this podcast, we got to talk about our great sponsor, High Bank Distillery. The holiday season's coming, and like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, they're doing their little uh, their little party packs. Is that what they called it? I think party so. pack, party pack. Sounds I don't know. about right. Yeah. So what you do is you just go in there, you buy a bottle of whatever you want in terms of liquor, in terms of uh, vodka, rum, gin, get some mixers, uh, and then they give you two mixers for six ninety nine, prepackaged little mixers in plastic. What kind bottles. of mixers? Like uh, cocktail mixers. Cocktail mixers. Right. All you gotta do is provide the ice. Oh yeah, that's we can all do you that. need. Oh, that's easy. You get ice, from ice anywhere. Is, ice is free. Ice is well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, if you freeze pay it, a water bill, and if it's you know in the freezer, yeah, I have an ice maker in my freezer. You pay a water bill though. Maybe not I don't free. Know. I'm not sure that I pay bills. <laughs> I never open my mail. Uh, Highbankco.com. All the all. Anytime I go to mailboxes, it's just bills. They just want my money, so I just don't open I just it. Pay Therefore, them online. I don't have to pay for it. Right. That's how that works. Yes. Right. Uh, highbankco.com for more details. Also, with the holiday season there, you know, you can take your family to High Bank. Very popular place. Buy bottles. Get drunk because you don't want to be around your family. Or you do want to be around your family and your family is fun and you just drink together. That's fine, too. Highbankco.com for more details. Yeah, and check out our coffee sponsor, Jennings Java. Uh, JenningsJava.com. We have our own brew, our own blend. Roast. 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 They're, they're roasters. That's not what brewers. They're roasters. Yeah. They roast people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, JenningsJava.com, Cannon Powder, buy that shit. Need to pay some rent this month. Jeez, people, just buy more coffee. I'm ki- you're killing me. Buy all the coffee. Buy all the coffee. I drink it every morning. It's actually great coffee. I'm not just telling you this. It's actually phenomenal coffee. Uh, we, we drink it all the time it's as a good. podcast. They take care of us. They'll take care of you. JenningsJava.com. Check them out. Cannon Powder. Buy that shit. We also have some merch. We do have some merch. The hottest shirt in Columbus. Good job. Good work. Good goal next. Can Good you, goal next. Can you say it like Chinnikov? No, you did it earlier. Warren has the best Russian accent. Good job. Okay, I, I don't want to try. You did earlier, and it was great, so don't try it again. I won't. I won't. Okay, it. don't. Yeah, don't uh, Yeah, it. we just dropped our... Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you should know. We're not, I'm not going to tell you. Uh... Greatest quote of all time from Igor Chenikov. We put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a T-shirt. Just yesterday. Buy it. And the quote happened like a day and a half ago. Right. So we're fast. Right. It's up on the website. Story of my life. Granted, it is a pre-order, so just be patient, okay? <laughs> be patient. Uh, it'll, it'll, get, it'll get to you when it gets to you, okay? <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> let us know, though. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Shopyardstory.com. Let us know if it's not uh, Go support well. us. Everything that we do is locally based, so our, 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 our designers, our merch company, our shipping, everything is local. So you're supporting local if you do it. ShopTheArtillery.com. We're done. We're done here. Thanks for listening, guys. 193. 193. And ladies, ladies and boomers, ladies thank and you so boomers. much. It's been a great season so far. Let's keep it going. It has. Spay and neuter your... your Spain, Spain, neuter your Rick Nashes. Your there, there you go. That's it. Spain, neuter your Nashes.
We are testing the microphones. Hello. Testing mics. Kyle is on the mic. I'm on the I mic. I just got followed by an Elvis Merz Lincoln's fan account. Oh, yeah? Eight followers. Well, are they new? Uh, he joined November 2021, so I'd say yes. Okay. Okay. It's, it is currently November 17th of 2021. For the time capsule, if you're listening in the future, hello out there in the future. I hope we're in a time capsule in the future. We are right now in a time Think capsule. Think so? Yeah. You should talk for in like the future, though. four seconds. Hello, my name is Kyle, and I'm talking for four seconds, and I think that was four seconds. Is it over yet? Yeah, it's over now. Okay, cool. All right, well, I think we're good. Does it look good? RIP, or sorry that to all you that complained about last week's audio. Well, it was terrible. It was. It was terrible. It was, it was our bad. It was our bad. Okay. <laughs>